Hello, and welcome to Frame by Frame, a song-by-song analysis about legendary progressive rock band King Crimson. Come and join us in our test of discipline. Welcome, one and all, to episode zero of the Frame by Frame podcast. This podcast, we are going to be going song by song through the entire King Crimson discography. This is going to be a big journey, and I hope you all are able to join us. Um, but thankfully, I'm not going to be doing this by myself. Um, I am one of the co-hosts. Uh, you can refer to me as Ryan. And the other co-host is my lovely pal and me master, Avery. Avery, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Thank you. Are you ready for this? Yes. All right. So for those of you who are wondering, this is episode zero. And it's like, oh, what are you doing? Breaking time continuum? <laughs> no, this is, I think I'm going to call this the young person's guide as a little uh, crimson nod. I don't know. It might be too on the nose. But anyway, this episode is just going to be us describing why we're doing this, why we got into the band, and just kind of just essentially this is a trailer. So if this interests you, check out the other episodes. Hopefully episode one will be up at the same time as this one. So Avery, we'll start with you. How'd you get into King Crimson and what is it about him that you love? Oh boy, where do I begin? Uh, where <laughs> yeah, you like? um, so originally uh, in 2017, I was dating this guy who really liked JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and there's the King Crimson reference in there. So he showed me a couple of videos of like just JoJo music references. And I'd known about Prague, so I was I was looking for more music to get into, and I was like, "Oh, I'll check out King Crimson," and I I found a download of the first album, and I listened to it. And I was like, "Well, guess this is my life now." <laughs> <laughs> it, it has that effect, like of just yeah. sucking you in. Did you see the album cover for In the Court before you listened to it? Yeah. Yeah, and I imagine we both had a similar reaction, where it just yeah. you just were staring at it, like, "What is this?" It's pretty fascinating thing um it was yeah. essentially the same for me um the first prog band i got into though was rush um due to like i think they were on rock, the first rock band and i liked the cover of tom sawyer so i was like oh I, I like them and started listening to them and and i had a whole obsession with them but that's another topic um but i learned they were called progressive rock and i'm like what the hell term is that but it sounds interesting and so i went on wikipedia and I remember this was about 2008, so the Prog Rock Wikipedia page was very, very not what it is now. You go there now, it's incredibly detailed with just paragraphs of text. Back then, it was not that detailed, but I think the first band they had on there was King Crimson, like in the list. And I was like, what's that? And it was, and then I went to it, and the picture they had was a picture of the 80s lineup, I think in like 84, just like uh, the ending photo of them. And I was like, who are the, these guys look weird. And I found <laughs> the In The Court album cover and I'm like, that, sound, that looks weird. But I think All Music gave it like five stars. So I was like, oh, I need to check that out. And I, I remember for the first month, I only listened to Schizoid Man. I didn't bother with the other tracks because Schizoid Man was just, well, we'll go more in detail, but it was just the perfect song at the perfect time for me. And yeah. it just made me an obsessed fan to this very day um i almost saw them live but this is the year of covid 
uh, for historical purposes. So they canceled the show, which is a shame, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. So hopefully they'll come around next year and I'll try to see them so I can heckle Fripp. That's that's, that's all I want to do. I just, I just want to shout at him and have him just like make eye contact with me and then I can probably die happy. Um, You've seen Crimson live, haven't you? Yeah, uh, November 6, 2017 at the Orpheum Theater in Boston. Ooh. Absolutely life-changing. That wasn't, the, that wasn't the show they recorded, was it? No. Okay, because I know they did a live at the Orpheum. I think that was... Yeah, like, I think that was in Chicago. There's an Orpheum in Boston. Oh, okay. A little different. Okay. Have you ever listened to that Orpheum? I don't think I have. It's not very good. <laughs> um it well that was like when they just started the new lineup so they were like how the hell do we mix this yeah and if you hear a lot of the newer stuff the mixing is a lot better but on that one it's just very flat so it's not the most enjoyable experience the only mm-hmm. reason it's worth anything is because it's the only time they did one more red nightmare was on that oh floor. really yeah they haven't done it since and that's like the only track on that album that hasn't been repeated in like a, a better recorded way. So. Oh, wow. It, yeah. It's, it's a shame they haven't done that again, but. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they have their reasons. So um, Avery, what would you consider your favorite King Crimson album? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I'd say right now it's Lark's Tongues and Aspic. Oh, what, what yeah, about, but I also, what? I really, really love In the Wake of Poseidon. Oh, that, that'll be interesting when we get to that one. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about. Um, yeah. So if I had to pick a favorite, it's Islands. And yeah. it's just something about it. We'll, get, we'll go into more detail, but there's just something about the airy, light, jazzy thing. It's almost like Crimson doing like Miles Davis's Sketches of Spain or just like it. it for some reason I get like Spanish jazz vibes from it, but also like Middle Eastern or no, like not Mediterranean folk music, but that's a whole nother thing entirely. Um, But um, any, any other particular memories of Crimson? Cause I think you met Adrian Blue. Oh yes uh, I did. And I'm sure our audience would like to hear about that. (laughs) Oh boy. Y'all well, have to go, y'all have to, y'all have to go too into detail, but. <laughs> he remembered me. Oh, that's cute. Blue senpai. <laughs> yeah, I actually met him twice last year. Mm-hmm. I met him again in August. And um, I think the most important thing that came out of my first meeting with him was that I asked him where the name Bob and Bobby came from. Oh. And he told me that Robert Fripp came up with it himself. What year did he come up with that nickname? I'm guessing it was in the 80s. The 80s? Mm. Yeah. Right. Just, just for the record, everybody, um, we're going to refer to Fripp a lot as Bop and Bobby. Um, <laughs> I guess, yeah, it's a nickname he gave himself in the 80s. Um, and Avery being the King Crimson meme master, if you follow court posting on Facebook at all, which is how we met, actually. Um, that's where I first learned of the term Bop and Bobby. And it's just now part of the vernacular. So we'll probably refer to him that way quite a bit. Um, yeah. we're, we're, hoping, we're hoping it gets to the point where most people just start calling him that candidly. 
instead of just <laughs> Robert. Because I know he just wants to be, I'm Robert. Like, fuck that. You're bopping Bobby. <laughs> so, so yeah, this is going to be a, quite an interesting journey. Um, I did the math and there's, I think, close to about 100 King Crimson album tracks. Um, we're not going to do any like the B-sides like Groon or Dr. Diamond or any of those tracks because then that would just be too long. Um, and we will discuss live versions, obviously, but that's when we get to those songs because uh, live versions of King Crimson, especially now, are just as important as this, the album versions. And it's weird to think for a long time people did not have the live archive that we have now. You know, think about it, for decades, the only live documents people had were Earthbound and USA, and that's it. <laughs> it wasn't until, yeah. I think, Great Deceiver in 92, when people realized, oh, these guys were fantastic live, and then now we are where we are now with just, like, almost 10 box sets of just live material. Um, I actually looked at, last night, I looked at the Complete 69 Sessions box set. You can pre-order it now. Um, it's $195, but it's like 27 oh. <laughs> discs. Like, I think it has every live recording of the 69 band that they could find. Um, wow. A bunch of studio stuff and all that. I don't know if I'm willing to shell out 200 right now. Um, just because it's a lot. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a lot of music. And, I mean, I have a CD stereo in my car and in my room, but it's... It would be a lot to listen to just disc after disc of Crimson with no headphones, you know, just annoying the piss out of everybody. But <laughs> pull up <laughs> to the Wendy's drive-through, blasting twenty-first century toy man. <laughs> no, or, or just, or just like, just like speak the lyrics to Epitaph, you know, like when you want to order uh, uh, the fate of all mankind is. I see is is led by fools and they're like, dude, this is Wendy's. Do you want spicy nugs or not? And I'm like, okay, give me the spicy nugs. <laughs> yeah, this is the kind of humor we're we're dealing with on this show. But, <laughs> but hopefully you can join us all. Um yeah, episode one should be up at the same time as this. Uh hopefully there'll be more concurrent episodes. We're planning on doing one a week. Um, or at the very least, doing one a week for each album, and then maybe having a little bit of time in between each record just to kind of give us a break. Because going like, I think it'll be like 90-some episodes. So going like 90 weeks in a row of just Crimson could be a little much. So, yeah. But that's we'll a lot of Bop and Bobby. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> more than he sees in the mirror in the morning. So I think <laughs> So I think we're going to um, we're gonna we're gonna try to be as steady as we can with it, but of course you know with with COVID and you know just life in general things get busy and tough. So we'll do our best. We'll do our best. But hopefully you stick there with us and uh, come and join us on episode one where we get the big one out of the way with 21st Century Schizoid Man. So we hope to see you there. Bye bye. Bye everyone. <laughs>